Hey there, I'm Ashley and I'm a proud mama of two beautiful kiddos, a wife, a health and wellness coach, and a middle and high school shop teacher. Hi, I'm Roberta, mama, wife, educator. I'm an entrepreneur and homeschool mom navigating the work, family, social life balance. Together, we will discuss various topics near and dear to our hearts for teachers and mamas, like routines, health, habits, self-care, and so, so much more. Living a healthy lifestyle is for everyone from young children to adults. Health, wellness, and emotional and social well-being starts at home and should be expanded upon in the classroom. Everyone can benefit from the Teacher Mamas podcast. So if you're ready to learn some helpful tips, let's do this thing. Hey everybody, uh, Roberta hopping in here real quick before our episode starts. Ashley and I got so into this conversation and topic about um, SAD, Seasonal Affective Disorder, that it ended up being such a long episode and we decided to split it into two. So you're going to hear our intro, uh, which is gonna give you a rundown of um, you know, an overview. What is SAD? Giving an overview of that. And then really talking about one specific part of SAD and what we can do um, to get outside more, um, which helps with a lot of different symptoms, but getting outside. That's what you're mostly going to talk about in this episode. And in next week's episode, we'll talk more about um, these other symptoms that you'll hear us talk about in the overview of today's episode. So such as how to get more sunlight um, inside by using something like a, a happy lamp. We'll talk about vitamin D. Um, we'll talk about just more about, about SAD. Uh, we hope you love this episode and and we can't wait for you to hear next week's episode. Back to our show. Hello, people. So Roberta and I are, both of us have been experiencing some um, SAD. So if you don't know what that is, it's Seasonal Affective Disorder. Uh, we have been experiencing some definite sad symptoms going on. And so we were thinking we need to do an episode on this because I, you know, where we live in Minnesota, it's super cold and, and it's just been a crazy winter. It's been negative 30 a lot this winter, which means that we're not getting outside more. We're definitely not getting sunlight. Um, if you're not supplementing with vitamin D, you're not getting vitamin D. A lot of us uh, tend to kind of eat more in the wintertime or oversleep. Uh, for me, I think my energy level is being depleted because I'm not getting enough sleep and I know I have not been getting outside enough. So we're going to kind of talk about all things seasonal affective disorder today. Some of this is going to be uh, research that I've done in the past. Uh, some of it is research from right now as I'm trying to figure out what's going on with my energy level right now. And a lot of it has to do with um, like last year was when I noticed it the most. And I think it's because I really started when I started Beachbody, I really started paying attention to my body and what is going on instead of just like, oh, I'm tired. I'm going to caffeinate. Okay. Well, no, there's a root cause to this. So I'm more tired, but everything else has stayed the same. 
what else is going on. So instead of just like trying to do a quick fix with it, really trying to find that root cause and figure out what the heck is going on with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, so what is seasonal affective disorder? This is from the Mayo clinic. And then I'm going to read a list of symptoms from the Mayo clinic as well, because it can be very similar to actual like depression symptoms, but it only comes around during a certain season. And something I found out this year, which I never knew was that some people can experience seasonal affective disorder in the summertime too. Did you know that Roberta? No, I, I know. I, I had, had no, no idea. I was like, that is so weird. Um, but I don't know, I guess people who really like, you know, their, their chilliness and their less, like, I guess that can affect them. So, um, yeah, but anyways, yeah. So I, mean, most- I guess I can see that like Derek will, my husband will end up having, like, he loves snowmobiling and being out in the snow. And so sometimes I guess I'll right. notice in the summer, like he'll, and I have a little bit of melancholy, like, oh, I miss the snow. Yeah. And I'm and sitting there going, yeah. are you crazy? Yeah. Me, I'm like, heck no, no. Give me all the sunshine and all the warmth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so a, a quick little overview definition. Um, so seasonal affective disorder or SAD as, you know, it's a little acronym for it. SAD, you may, if you've never heard of it before, you're like, what? Um, but it's a type of depression that's related to changes in the seasons. So it begins and ends at about the same time every year. Uh, I noticed mine kind of coming on in January and Roberta and I were just talking and I think some of it also has to do with like, we're so busy and we're so hyped up from the, um, from the holiday season, uh, New Year's and Christmas and Thanksgiving. So from like November even like the end of October because of Halloween, right? Like we're just go, 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 go. We've got all this fun stuff to look forward to. And then January hits and it's like, wah, wah. Okay. Now what? (laughs) When's spring? (laughs) Yeah. When is spring going to hit? Where are you March? (laughs) Mm -hmm. So then we still have like two, two and a half months of this limbo period where we're like, well, this is kind of blah. So, you know, if you're like most people with SAD, your symptoms start to start in the, some of you can, it can happen in the fall. I don't notice mine until January ish. Um, and then continue into the winter months. It can zap your energy. It can make you feel moody. Um, and these symptoms often start resolving in the spring and summer months. So, but like I said, less often causes um, depression in the spring and early summer too. So, you know, start paying attention to your body. When is, when are these weird moods and weird, like energy zapping things happening? Um, So, you know, there's, I don't want to like, I don't want to downplay if you have depression, this is not, we're not talking about this depression is a whole different animal. And I am not qualified to handle that at all. (laughs) We're talking about seasonal depression. Um, So some symptoms are in any like either spring, summer, fall, winter. So here are some symptoms that could happen. So you might be having that like sad or down feeling um, almost every day or every day. You may start losing interest in activities that you once enjoyed. 
uh, having low energy and feeling sluggish. So this is what I have been experiencing lately. And I've even been doing the things that we're going to talk about today. So what this is telling me is I'm not doing enough of it. Uh, having problems with sleeping too much. I have been keeping my same schedule. So I've been waking up about 4.30 and going to bed about 9.45 between between 9.45 and 10.15. And that is less sleep than what is recommended for adults, but it's usually okay for me. I noticed <laughs> that I think right now that is not enough for me because I think that is a, another reason why I've been having less energy. I went to bed super early last night and I slept in this morning and I'm feeling good. I have energy right now. So I'm really excited. I'm going to, we brought, we're at the cabin right now. We brought up some, uh, my cross country skis and I'm going to go get outside. I made it a goal today and tomorrow to get outside and do that for at least like a half hour. So I can get like that double whammy of being outside in the fresh air or triple whammy <laughs> vitamin D and uh, exercise. I'm really excited to see how I feel after this weekend. Uh, a lot of this is trial and error and figuring out what is affecting you the most. And then also giving it time because you can't just like do one thing and expect that you're going to be feeling better after that. <laughs> right. Like we always mm -hmm. talk, we've talked about that a lot on this episode. You have to give it time. So uh, another thing that could happen is you may be craving things like crazy. And we'll talk about what the symptom or what, what will help with that. Uh, so craving carbs, overeating, weight gain, like we put on a little weight in the winter. For me, I'm okay with putting on a little weight because it helps with my feeling of coldness. <laughs> so I am a cold freeze baby for sure. And it drives me absolutely crazy. I'm going to tell you like some things that I've been doing this winter that have helped with that. I hate being cold, hate it, loathe it, like drives me absolutely crazy. Um, I hundred percent so, agree. Yeah. Yeah. Same. <laughs> um, having difficulty concentrating. I haven't so much noticed that. Um, oh, I've got that in spades yeah. enough for both of us. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Feeling hopeless, uh, worthless or guilty about things. Um, I, again, I haven't been feeling that. So that's been, that's been good. Um, but, and then having thoughts of not wanting to like be around. And that is honestly, I feel like that is even if that's you, I would suggest like going and talking to a doctor and really, really getting help with that one and not trying to manage that one on your own. Uh, but all these other symptoms, I think hopefully we'll be able to help you with today. So before we get into the body of the episode, um, Roberta, what are you grateful for this week? So I'm grateful that we have these little kid um, cross-country skis. Found oh, them. My mother-in-law, yeah, my mother-in-law found them at a garage sale. And I mean, they're, <gasps> they're really small, so they only fit Xander and not Izzy. But oh, it made me realize like, okay, he struggles with walking in the snow. Of course he's little and we've got a good 14 inches piled mm -hmm. up. So it's like half of his little body, not really, but it, 
feels like it. <laughs> it feels like it sometimes, especially where there's drifts and whatever. But when yeah. he like he took to those cross country skis so quickly, and um, he can like keep up with us when we're walking in the snow when he's got them on. So it's really cool, and so I'm grateful we have those. And then it also like moves me forward into well now I'm gonna look for for some that Izzy can use. If you find some, let me know because I've been wanting, Sadie's been asking about it. We went tubing last weekend and they Mm -hmm. have a cross country ski area too. And she was like, mom, let's do that. So I've been wanting to find her. So I'm like, I have my own, but so yeah, let me know. Yeah, I will for sure. And I saw some like at a, at a thrift store, but I was like, I don't know if those will work. So I passed them up. I didn't get them. So now I want to go thrift store shopping. (laughs) Which yeah, it's like a weakness of mine. I love doing it. So it's like now I want to go and see like maybe we need getting rid of skis. Maybe we need to do a friends day and just go through store shopping. That sounds super fun. Sounds amazing to me. <laughs> so um what are you yeah, what are you grateful for? I am grateful. We started a brand new quarter this week. So I am grateful that literally every single day of this week was amazing with my students so nice yeah and we get like new seventh and eighth graders at quarter time and you never know who's Mm -hmm. gonna be in your class and what kind of attitudes and behaviors you're gonna get uh and it has been going well and I did (laughs) it's always a struggle if I have kids missing on the day that I teach measurement because then I have to go Mm. back and reteach and reteach I had every single kid there which was amazing because we've had such bad attendance issues lately yeah Um, eighth graders especially I've only got 10 eighth graders that have been consistently showing up to class and I've got 17 total well I think 16 now total in the class And it's just going to be like a whole different dynamic from the last two quarters because I've had like 23, 24 eighth graders in class. So I don't know why I have such a small class this quarter, but so yeah, eighth grade has been struggling attendance wise, but otherwise I've had pretty good attendance and the the days have gone well. So that's what I'm grateful for. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, what I think the thing that we need to talk about is what bothers you the most during winter because I think everybody is affected differently maybe it is you are you're feeling like you're kind of in hibernation mode and I'll talk about that a little bit more in a second but so is it the sunlight that is bothering you you're not getting enough sunlight in the winter time Uh, I know I think I've talked about this before but in a lot when we lived in Alaska everyone would always ask what bothers you like is it is it the darkness doesn't the darkness bother you and I would I'd be like no it's actually the light so actually now that I talk about this summer sad that actually makes a lot of sense if you're getting too much light it will throw your circadian rhythm off too and then you're not getting enough sleep I just like put two together right now talking (laughs) light bulb yeah that makes sense you know, like the thing that really bothered us up there was too much light because we weren't sleeping enough. And especially the kids would come in to school and they wouldn't sleep enough. And so then they would be sleeping during the day. But during the winter time, I don't think 
the light, like not having enough light. I don't think that bothers me so much. I think it probably in a, in a way bothers me. I just don't really recognize it until it starts hitting me. And Mm -hmm. Roberta and I were just talking about this too, with our happy lamps. We'll talk about that in a second, but is it the lack of vitamin D or maybe you're not getting enough nutritious foods in, uh, is it that you are cold all of the time? Like I said, I am cold all of the freaking time and mm-hmm. it drives me crazy. Uh, and honestly, this didn't really start bothering me. I've always been kind of more of a cold person, but this didn't start bothering, bothering me until I started getting older. So if you are, you know, as the years go by and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm just cold all the time. I think honestly, I think it's an age thing too. Cause even my husband who like Roberta, you know, he is Mm -hmm. a big guy and he sweats all the time. (laughs) And even in the winter time, this winter, he's like, I have been getting so cold outside and like, he can't even handle it anymore. And it's not like we're old. We're 34. So, but some of it is like this past week, even what day, I don't remember what day it was, but I remember thinking like, I just need to get outside. Yeah. And I opened up my app to see what the temp was. And because for those of you who don't live in a, in a climate like this, you see the the temperature, but that doesn't mean that's what it feels like. So even though it said it was 11 above, I was like, I I know there, I see the wind, I hear the wind Yeah, and it was like negative 20 with the wind chill. And I was like, okay, can't do that. Another day recently, it was so cold that um, there was an advisory saying, you know, if you are outside for even as little as 10 minutes, you could get frostbite. I was like, Mm. okay, there we go. Not going outside. (laughs) But I think that brings up another thing that could really bother people. And I know it really bothers me is, is a complete change in routine. Mm-hmm. because yeah. I would work outside. I would teach outside. I would bring my computer outside and teach outside. I would um, like my day in the spring, summer and fall, unless it's raining revolves around being outside as much as we possibly can. Obviously when it's 20 degrees, I can't just, and there's snow everywhere. I can't just bring my computer outside and sit in a chair. And Come on. Teach outside. Yeah. I'm not that hardcore. Um <laughs> But that routine is, is different. And for people who strive and thrive on routine, like I do having that shift, even though, you know, it's coming. Yeah. Is it just really messes with a a lot, just a lot. Let's just start there because that was the last thing is, uh, is it not being in your routine that is bothering you or not being able to do as much outdoor activities. So we'll just kind of get into that. One. We'll work backwards. Um, so what outdoor, if it's not being able to be outside or not be in your routine, think of things that, because this is, this all has to do with like a lack of control, right? Like we can't control the weather as much as we want to, we can't. Mm-hmm. We have to figure out the things that we can control. So 
And you know, it would be the same thing for like the summer sad too. You can't control how much sunlight, if you're living in Alaska, you can't control that it's light all the time. That's just what happens. So what can you do? You could set an alarm on your phone to make sure that you are inside at a certain time. Because I know when we were living there, we would be on the beach until two in the morning having a fire and we'd be like, oh my gosh, it's two in the morning. We have to get up in four hours. So yeah, knowing what I know now, what can you control? You could set an alarm. You could make sure that you're inside by a certain time. You could make sure you have blackout curtains, um, dimming your lights, you know, all that kind of stuff. So figuring out what you can control. If it's out, if it's not being outside as much, if it's not being within your routine, what is in your routine that you could switch up and make, um, make better for yourself. So Roberta was just saying her favorite indoor activity during the winter is like (laughs) sitting under a warm blanket and reading, which is great. Uh, but you know, if you are, if it, if it's that you are struggling because you're not outside as much and you're not in the daylight as much, and you're not within your routine, having too much of that might take away from being able to figure out things to do outdoors. Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, all that kind of stuff. So one thing, like I just mentioned, we went tubing last weekend and it was cold. It was so cold, but it was really nice to see. We, it was somewhere in the cities and I haven't been there in a really long time. And it was really nice to see how many people were there. And it wasn't like it was, there were so many people, but it wasn't like we were, we felt like we were crowded uh, because of the way they have it set up it's so open and they have, they keep things moving really well. So I don't even know how many people were there, but there was a ton and they have like, uh, they have the sledding hill, they have the cross country ski area, they have a snowboarding area, but they have it all separated out so nicely. And like, you just keep moving, you just keep moving through the line. So it was really nice to see how many people were outside enjoying outdoor activities. So I think a, a big part of it is just like, switching your, your mindset around it too. Obviously you're not going to be, I have done it on really warm days. If we're outside fishing and stuff, like I've, I've stripped down to my, uh, like my, my sports bra walking around, uh, on those 30, 40 degree days, because we've become so acclimated to the cold weather, but obviously, you know, you're not going to be outside walking around in a bikini, so what kind of things can you do, you know? So even yeah. if it means you're bundling up like hardcore, we bundled yeah. up and we forgot our neck gaiters. And so that was what really killed us was the wind was really bad. Um, but then we found some hats in the car and we cut the tops off of them and we put them <laughs> on our faces because we didn't want to pay $14 for a neck gaiter at the place. Right. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So the other thing I think about is, um, as far as switching up routines is I, our family during spring, summer, and fall, we go on a walk right away in the morning and that works, but that doesn't work in the winter because one, it's still dark until the day has started. Um, But two, it's also the coldest time of the day. So what we've done is switch to, we go after Xander's nap in the afternoon because that's when it's the warmest um, part of the day. So switching kind of the time and making 
you know, if it's not nice out, then we don't go out. You know, if it's, if we're going to get frostbite within 10 minutes, but just switching the time and mm-hmm. switching the routine around a bit. Yeah. So, and then just thinking of all those, instead of like, oh, going outside, you know, like I said, switch your mindset. Yeah. What kinds of things can you control when you go outside? If you don't like being cold, I got a heated vest this year, which has been amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, just found it on Amazon. I highly suggest if you are somebody who gets cold, um, my next investment is going to be heated insoles for my feet because my feet are always cold. Mm. My hands are usually good, but I know that they make heated mittens and gloves and stuff too. Yeah. Uh, So like, again, what can you control? Well, I can control that. I can bundle up. Mm -hmm. I can, I can find things that will help me be warm when I'm outside. Uh, so you could, even if it's just like a short five, 10 minute walk, I did this a lot last year because we have 80 acres. And so I would just go walk out in the snow back to one of our deer stands for, you know, a 10 minute Mm -hmm. walk or whatever. And that just helped because I'm getting some fresh air. I'm getting some sunshine. Um, you can go cross country skiing, snowshoeing, uh, I'm going ice fishing today. Me and Matt, we're at the cabin right now. So we're going to get outside. It's not sunny. It's kind of blah out, but you know, at least we're getting outside. We're getting some fresh air snowmobiling. Like Roberta said to her husband loves snowmobiling. So, um, you know, that is super fun activity. All these winter activities are super fun and amazing. I would just suggest if you've never tried them, get out and try them, go find somewhere in your area that like we live in, uh, it's called the Vasalopit. So we live, we live in the area in Minnesota where they hold the Vasalopit every year and they have people from all over the world. Like we have a bunch of Swedes come in, uh, people from Germany all over the world come in and participate in this cross-country ski race, which at some point in time I would love to do, but it would require a lot of (laughs) training. Um, but because of that, we have a lot of cross country ski trails in our area. And then my husband will also take the snowmobile and the sled and knock down trails for us on our land too. So just finding things in your area that you can get outside and do and try seriously, just try it because you have no idea if you're going to like it or not until you try it. So I think the funny thing that I've had to realize maybe as I grow older, but I used to be super self-conscious about like, or stubborn. It would be another one. Like you see a lot of people um, like, oh, we're in Minnesota. Like who cares how cold it is? I'm still going outside in my jeans and, and jacket and no hat and whatever. And it's fine. I'm tough. And, (laughs) and I think I wanted to be like that so badly, but I'm not, I'm the quite the opposite in fact and so it was letting go of this like perception of what I thought I should look like and also not caring about what other people like if other people look at me and think I look ridiculous just my nose sticking out and nothing else showing like I wear snowmobile snow pants I've got underneath that I've got my jeans and my like winter leggings yeah um you know and it's like I have my hat my hood my winter jacket and and I'm I finally am to the point where I don't care about what other people or what I think other people are thinking of me Mm -hmm. Um, dressing up like that just to walk to the post office or something. But 
it's what I need to do to feel comfortable being outside. Right. I always joke and say that. So deer hunting is always pretty chilly around here. Once in a while, we get a really nice day, which is actually pretty disappointing because then the deer aren't moving. Uh, but <laughs> it's nice to be outside anyway. <laughs> yeah. But we have heaters in all of our deer stands and you'd always get the people who are like, oh, that's not hunting, blah, blah, blah. And I, as I like started, like, I used to be like that when I was younger, because I thought it was cool to be tough and like sit in a deer yeah. stand on a, on a board and like it's part of the experience, part of the experience, be super uncomfortable, be freezing. Like that's what deer hunters have to do. Right. And yeah. as I told her, I'm like, you know what, if I'm going to be taking time away from my family, I'm going to make it enjoyable. I'm not going to be miserable while I'm sitting in the deer stand. Mm -hmm. I'm going to bring a journal. I'm going to sit out there and journal. I'm going to bring a book and like read a couple sentences and then look around, you know, like I'm going to make it enjoyable for me. And I'm going to have a freaking heater out there because it makes it much more enjoyable for me. And then I don't have to walk out to the deer stand looking like the Michelin tire man and <laughs> Like that's what, like, seriously, when you say like you're bundled yeah. all the way yeah. up, I'm, yeah, that's yeah. what I look like. I look like the Michelin yeah. tire man and I had my heated vest this year for deer hunting, which was, oh my gosh, it was so great because I didn't have to put as many layers on. And so when you're walking out to the deer stand, you get all sweaty and then mm -hmm. you have to like strip down and then, <laughs> you know, like then you got to layer back up. And so I didn't have to do that as much this year with that heated vest, which was really nice. That is nice. But yeah. yeah, so, you know, just finding activities and trying stuff. I know last year uh, we tried, Matt and I actually, the Vassalopit Center, they have like MHS members, Minnesota Honor Society members come in and watch your kids for an hour so that you and your husband can go out cross country skiing at night it's, it's really, it was really fun. So the kids were asking, when do we get to do that again? And no, actually, I don't think that that was two years ago because then last year was COVID and we didn't get to do anything. Uh, so I don't know. I, I do need to call because they were asking, like they had so much fun running around the cabin with these um, girls who were watching them. And so that was super fun too. So just do some research, figure out what you can try. I know cross-country skiing for me when I was in high school was terrible because I never had the right clothing on. And I, like Roberta said, we were just like that. Oh, we're Minnesotans. We're tough. And then I'd fall down and I wouldn't have like proper gloves on and my hands would get freezing and I mm -hmm. just had jeans on. So then I was all wet. And then, so like that perception, it made me hate cross-country skiing. Well, like you just didn't have the right clothes on, <laughs> you know? So if it's right. something you've tried in the past and you hated it, give it another try because, you know, we're stupid when we're younger, we make dumb choices. And so maybe it was just like, you didn't have the right clothes on. <laughs> right. All right. So that was part one of a two part episode. So tune in next week to listen to the rest of this conversation. We want to thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to us chat about healthy family living. We would love to hear your thoughts or any ideas you have for future episodes. So feel free to message us at the teacher mamas podcast at gmail.com or the teacher mamas podcast on Instagram. It would also mean so much to us if you would leave a quick rating or review on whatever platform you're listening from. If something really stood out to you today, 
don't forget to share it with someone else in your life that might need to hear it too. Spread the word. Please don't forget to share with your online community and tag us. For more positivity and inspiration on how we navigate life and the things we do on a daily basis to stay sane in the crazy, don't forget to go follow each of us on Instagram. Check the show notes for our handles.